Yeah. Hey guys, my name is Dr. Shornell Wolverton Sihan. This is going to be a treat and it's a very, very, very important message, timely message for, um, for a lot of people, I believe, at least according to the people that I've been talking to. Um, and Craig has definitely um, chimed in on that too. We have quite a few guests here on this panel for the topic of dark night of the soul. So um, this has been an extreme, interesting three years, and um, there's been a lot of loss and a lot of different things going on. And so mm -hmm. I think this is going to be super helpful for people um, wherever you are who just need a little bit of understanding about where we're at and or where you may be at. I don't want to say you are there, but um, anyway, I just found some of this topic very, very encouraging. And so before we get started, I just want to remind everybody, please go to the website, get on the newsletter, definitely hit the subscribe button, um, hit that notification button too. And we also want to just welcome all of our members. Dana's here, Debbie's here, Chantel's here. We have a new member, Deborah. Um, if, without you guys and your membership, we wouldn't be able to do this. So I really, really appreciate all your support. Um, we do have a members meeting this week, um, Sunday. Uh, so do you want to tell a little bit about it, Derek? I mean, um, Craig, <laughs> Derek in the background. Yeah, we, we have um, Stephen. I can't remember his surname. It's just escaped me. Harefield, yes. Harefield, that's it. Stephen Harefield, uh, who wrote the Metaphysical Bible. Now, we had him on the show re uh, well, a few months ago now, wasn't it? Um, yeah. It was one of those shows for me personally that was just like extremely activating. Um, he's just um, a, a brilliant, brilliant person very knowledgeable but he carries the energy he, he's he, he is a walking impartation i found uh, so just having a conversation with him i didn't say much because i was just like absorbing what he was about so you guys get to be a part of that and uh yeah we got him on sunday so i'm really excited for that yes yes and he will will be doing um not just destiny readings but we'll also be doing um just q a um mm -hmm. you know he wrote the metaphysical bible uh he is a monk but also a former, well, I don't say former Christian. He's still a, still a Christian. Christ-centered, um, 100%. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And so um, just wanted to give a few announcements before we get everybody on. But we have a, a huge amount of people um, on this panel, and none of them have met each other, to my knowledge, except for Derek. We've had many times, and um, we, we love Derek so much. So mm -hmm. I'm going to get everybody on real quick, and I'm going to have everybody um, – introduce themselves and then i have a short clip and we'll get going talking about the dark night of the soul hold on let me see diane is here let me add her and we have derek and michelle is here we are still waiting on maria oh wait if you have anything open we're getting an echo here hey michelle hey michelle if you guys have you guys anything have open anything with open. Facebook, can you please turn Facebook it off? Because we're getting turn it off. Oh, an echo uh, back here. If we have anything, let me get. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. Okay. No, it hasn't. I don't know who it was. Keep hearing an echo. Are you still hearing it, Michelle? Oh, I don't know. Where'd she go? Uh, da, da, come on now. 
Michelle, I cannot hear you right now. Okay. But anyway, so we are going to um, go ahead and get started. Diane, let's start with you. Can I? Can you give us a little bit background about who you are, what you do? I know you have a, all kinds of things for your service to the world, and we just love what you're doing on the planet. That's why I wanted you here so bad. So thank you for being with us. Thank you for saying that. Um, yeah, it's really an honor to be here. Thank you. I, I feel very um, privileged to be a part of this group. So uh, thanks for having me. And um, primarily what I'm doing now on the planet is uh, I am a QHHT, a quantum healing hypnosis technique practitioner. Um, I trained with Dolores Cannon and Julia Cannon. So um, this is so near and dear to my heart. Uh, when I was introduced to Dolores, my life changed. I knew that everything was going to be better and on a bigger path than, and it was probably a path that I was always seeking, but I just tried to do the best I could finding something. I was very much into health and wellness. And, um, and that's because I wasn't into that when I was young. So very, very different life from when I was young, got on a path and, um, went into, you know, traditional healthcare, found something as holistic as I could, which was occupational therapy, where I felt more body, mind, spirit. Did that for many decades. And then um, when, I, when I was introduced to Dolores, I just had to go, I had to see her. I didn't even know that I was gonna be a practitioner. I just had to get with her and I really wanted a session. So that was how I started on this path that I'm on now. And uh, I, I'm really here on the planet to help people help themselves. I was given that guidance a long time ago. And so even though we have choices, we can do that in any way we want to. Um, I resonate with Dolores' teachings and helping people find their own inner wisdom and access their own innate healing ability. That's, that's really the most important thing um, for me in this work. And that's what I do. I help people help themselves through this work. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And we love you. We're so happy and honored. And I will do multiple of these with you guys. Um, maybe a one-on-one -on -one just with you sometime too in the future. Derek, you are no stranger to, to our truth matters here and just a dear friend and, and also just blazing the world with your love and your radiance. Please tell us a little bit about your background for maybe people who don't know anything about you. For sure. Uh, you guys can hear me well? Yes. Okay, great. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to, to talk with you guys and, and you even introducing me to new people, you know, when we do these panels. It's awesome. So um, I'm Truth Seeker. I'm a spiritual, esoteric hip-hop artist. I'm an author. Um, many wear many different hats, but I'm a Christian mystic for the most part, I would say. I'm very much Christian as far as the foundation in the gospel of Christ and, and, and what he means to me and my introduction to God was Christ, Jesus, uh, the, whom the world calls Jesus Christ anyway, and very much so a mystic as one who is um, um, in relationship with said Christ through all things, being able to see um, the lover of my soul and everything that I, that, that I behold. And so um, I think that that's how I navigated my dark night and I navigate through those dark nights as well. So that's who I am. That's what I bring to the table. Awesome. Thank you so much. We love you. And we have a new guest here, Michelle. I 
I have to say, I found her on Facebook, and she has the most inspirational, just like Diane, too. I mean, all you guys, um, but she's new to me, and I just love her posts, and I just kept finding myself going back and back and back, and super spiritual, very heart-centered, and I was just like, I got to get to know this girl. I want to see what she's about. I got to have her on, get her perspective, and um, so tell us, Michelle, a little bit about you and what you do in your background. Sorry, I'm hearing y'all, but it keeps going in and out. Like, is it my phone? I, Gosh. I we can hear you. I yes. don't know my. Yes, the connection keeps going in and out on my end, so I can hear like bits and pieces of what y'all are saying, but I don't know if it's my phone. Gosh, sorry, it's my dogs. Okay, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what what you do? I can. I put my headphones on to hear y'all clearly, but it was. Uh oh. Well, yeah, because she keeps going in and out. Well, before, um, since she's not able to do that, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to play a clip um, of my mentor uh, or one of my mentors. I actually met um, met him through Bob Jones. I traveled with Bob Jones for over a decade. And um, Bob introduced me to a beautiful man who's now passed, um, um, John Paul Jackson. Some of you may be familiar with his work. Um, he immediately hired me, and I taught all over the world on dreams and visions, the art of hearing God, um, that kind of thing. And he talked so much about the dark night of the soul. And so did Bob, actually. Bob would called it a little something different. He would talk about like how an eagle will lose its feathers, you know, and they're, uh, what's the term of that? Can you remind, you guys remind me when they, when they lose it, all their feathers and they kind of have to start over. Do you guys know what that word is? Is it, is it molting? Bankruptcy. <laughs> it, <laughs> uh, that's not it, but okay. Um, it'll come to me, but here I'm going to play just a clip because I don't know. I felt to look up, something that heat molting is it molting molting Maybe. i think so um i just this morning i kept hearing like john paul jackson and so i went and googled dark night of the soul john paul jackson and this is what i found i'm going to bring it up here uh let's see okay when you hit play i think you guys are really going to enjoy this In the year 1577, while imprisoned for his dissent against the then ruling leaders in the Catholic Church, a little-known monk by the name of St. John of the Cross began writing a poem that soon became a small book called The Dark Night of the Soul. Today, that book is considered to be at the top of the mystical church literature. In the last 450 years since it was written, The Dark Night of the Soul has become more than a title to a book. It's become a colloquialism, and it's synonymous with the thought of going through life's difficult times. But the dark night of the soul is not the only dark night that anyone who longs to go to a deeper relationship with God will go through. There are two other dark nights that those who seek uncommon depth in their search for God will face. These three dark nights will weather and mature anyone 
who seeks this level of spiritual life. The Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 3 tells us that this transformation will, by the Holy Spirit of God, take those who allow themselves to go through this time from glory to glory. But this path of the dark nights is only for those who are desperate, desperate for a deeper relationship with God. Being conformed to the image of God's Son and transformed into His nature does not come cheap. While salvation is a free gift from God and is precious, each dark night exists to purify you. In so doing, they will one by one remove each issue that hinders you or detours you or keeps you from deep and abiding relationship with Him. In other words, your future spiritual gain is predicated on a form of current loss. That loss is merely the death of self, and it starts with picking up your cross to follow him. This is why it seems dark, and all too often we forget that it was God who brought us here, so we can become what he's created us to be by losing all we think is giving us life. Well, so... First of all, his voice, I haven't heard his voice since his memorial, his funeral. And I, I just, I'm literally shaking, but, um, so your thoughts on this whole topic, whoever wants to start, I'm ready to dive in. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was muted. Wasn't I? I was talking away. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a neighbor that's like doing, seems to be, drilling or something so i have to keep um turning it off anyway yeah so so dark night of the soul is a, is a massive topic i think globally we are currently deep into a collective dark night of the soul we're all going through it um and it's a necessary process this is my understanding it's a necessary process for rebirth it's the death of the old the birth of the new you know when, when you realize that you know we are energy there is death is an illusion. There is no real death, um, and I think you know the old is dying. Um, some people are trying to keep hold of it, trying to keep it alive, but it's not going to work. Um, ready for the rebirth of the new, um, and it's just a process um, for me and, and in my own life that you know things that happen that, that seem to hurt. And you don't. It's not nice. It's not pleasant. Um, but it's a necessary process for something way better than we could ever imagine. And that's it, it's keeping your eyes on that prize, so to speak. Like, you know, all right, this isn't comfortable. This isn't nice. But there's a reason. There's a reason for everything, everything we endure, everything we go through. Um, and uh, I'd like to get everyone's thoughts on that. You know, has anybody got any input on that at all? Yes. And two, well, I forgot to mention, if you guys could please share this, if everyone watching could share this. And even the guests, if you could share this on your page, I really think this is maybe one of the most important topics that we've mm -hmm. talked about in years. So, um, but Diane or um, Derek, if you chime in anytime. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to say a few words here. Um, you know, I think that because of the work I do, um, you know, we could pick many li lives to incarnate in over time. Um, so when we pick a life, will say that has a lot of challenges. Um, it's probably most likely because we are trying to grow a lot. And I have found this in my own life, but 
in general, the people I work with have also had some pretty traumatic lives in this life that they're living now. And always what we're finding from the higher self when we, when we do sessions is that um, there's a very deep me reason for why they chose a difficult path, or maybe they didn't choose it to be so difficult, but because of free will, you know, all bets are off. You can have a, a loosely held plan and then things happen here because it's a very dense planet. We don't come here usually for a fluffy life. We come here to this density, Earth, to grow and to expand and to be more fully aware of who we really are and the power that's in us. You can't do that if it's all, you know, lollipops and rainbows. So um, this is what I found in my life and in this work that the challenges are what helps us to grow and learn. Um, I will always refer to like the grit in the oyster um, creates the pearl and carbon under intense heat and pressure makes a diamond. If you really want to evolve into something beautiful as a soul that you are, um, try, try a few challenges on earth and uh, it's going to help you a lot to speed up your journey. That's, that's sort of how I see it as well. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, you know, the collective is going through this. Um, I, I think for so long we've, you know, there, I would say there's been forerunners in this kind of stuff. You've kind of stepped out. And once you step out across that threshold to be who God has called you to be, to do the things you know in your heart, or it's, it's your journey ahead of you, but there's an act of faith. Um, and then you get persecuted for it. And then maybe you sink and may, then maybe you mess up a lot. And, you know, in that, that there's a there, there's a uh, crucifixion of the flesh, a part of your ego that's like, they're going to talk about me. I'm not going to, I know when I own my truth and, and, and become who I, God has called me to be, I'm going to lose friends. And a part of this is part of giving up something. You got to, it's about sacrifice. When it comes down to energy, like Craig said, it's like, it's, it doesn't, die it changes form and so we have energy and we're able to give energy to the collective and to all of us together our energy and when we're going through this process by ourselves right or what seems like by ourselves because uh, we don't know that literally our neighbors are going through this too it makes us feel alone and, and um, separated or isolated which is part of this process a time of isolation so that you can be taught directly by god we'll say that um, enough people have been going undergoing this process organically before three years ago. Let's say that before mm -hmm. that you were going through this hammering process or the refiner's fire, as the Bible would call it. And so now the majority are going through it. You're doing the inner work. You're dealing with the darkness. For some people, that's racism. For some of that, that's a uh, scarcity mentalities is all of these things that keep us tethered to the way things have always been. But energy is emotion, life in motion. It's moving. It's, it's catching up with what's next. And so there's some things that need to be burnt off. that need to be purged off of us individually, but also collectively. And so as we're all undergoing this process now, it's not just you, it's you and your neighbor, it's you, your neighbor and your pastor. And you, your neighbor, your pastor, and the Muslim, and their congregation, and the Hindus, and their temples. And so all of us are saying yes to this process to be refined. 
and now we have global awakening. So the earth is go is going through this dark night of the soul to get an upgrade, to receive a prize, to give something in order to get something in return. Because it is it's like God, the Bible says that like God is a rewarder to those who believe in, in him. If you believe in God, you must believe that he will reward those who diligently seek him. And what that simply means is for you to give up a piece of your hatred. There's a there's a love that that can be replaced. And for you to give up lack and scarcity, there's abundance and more than enough that can be replaced. And we're all stepping into this at different areas and different paces in our lives, the things that kept us tethered to the world. So we're getting an upgrade spiritually, mentally, emotionally, religions going through this process as well. If they don't step up to the plate, they'll be left behind in this rapture, if you will, that God is calling us higher. And this is something to be celebrated. Um, we are eternal. We are eternal. We do not fear anything or anyone that can kill the body because you can't go. You won't go until the man upstairs, the woman downstairs, wherever they are, say, okay, their job is complete. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. So surrender to the process of that fire because fire purifies. Jesus is fire. He says he brings forth the baptism of the Holy Spirit and with fire to cleanse you out, to get out all the impurities in you. And it, it can hurt at times. It's scary at times. It's lonely at times. But there's nobody who's given up anything that in this life, nor the life to come, will not receive a multitude of abundance in return. That scripture, you can take that to bank, bank on it. And we're experiencing that in real time now, collectively. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I um I mean, if you just Google Dark Night of the Soul, um, one of the definitions, it says characterized by a combination of distress, uh, loss, uh, loss in life, loss in purpose of life, lack of perceived social support, sense of being trapped, personal failure, um, cognit cognitive attitude of pessimism, hopelessness, defeat. Um, if any of you have felt that, uh, I know suicide is like way up. Um, I was talking to Daniel Brinkley two, uh, less than a week ago, and uh, he was talking about how, you know, he's had all these near-death experiences over his lifetime, has written several, several books about it. But one of them, you know, he's been able to prophesy exactly where we are right now. And um, he's been talking to priests and what have you, not just people um, who, you know, he does, um, what is it called? Um, when people are about to die, not hospice. Yeah. Hospice, yeah, care. The hospice care, yeah, yeah. Helps people, you know, transition. But he also works with a lot of priests and what have you because of his field. And he even said that um, exorcisms are up 700% mm. right now. Mm. And that is because of the alcohol, alcoholism and drugs and what have you that people are participating in to numb themselves out um, because it literally creates an opening for possession and, uh, and attachments or entities, um, which can mess with your mind uh, on another level too. So it's like when you check out, they, they get in. Um, and Daniel even said, because everybody wants to be in us or be, be us, you know, all these off out there 
attachments or entities. And um, so that can mess with your mind. Um, Craig and I were talking yesterday just because I was having a difficult time personally and kind of been off and on since December with some things that are going on. And, but it seemed in, exceptionally intense in the last few days, um, especially for whatever reason. And I was hearing some terrible things within me and, or picking up on it. Um, and when you're an empath, you know, sometimes you hear things and you think it's you, you know, um, but you could be just picking up on the collective, yeah. what's being said and think it's your own because it's, you hear it. And, uh, you know, we're very, very, um, amazing scientific receivers, um, <laughs> uh, the way body, our body has been made, the way God made us is to receive and to radiate. And so we're antennas picking up things and some exact voices that I was hearing is what's the point? Um, does anybody even care? Nothing matters anyway. Um, you know, just terrible stuff that I literally thought was my own and, and just feeling super down about it and not really discussing that with anybody because, because you don't want to give it air time, do you? You don't, yeah. You, I, you, yeah, you don't want to verbalize things. I get yeah, it. Yeah. But just finding myself really down, lots of tears, like just in the grocery store, like not able to control tears walking around with my cart and like going just the heaviness and um actually i don't know how it came up but craig texted and said something like hey he's having a hard time or whatever and i was like oh my god you too and when i called craig was like the exact words saying what's the point you know um what matters i mean i literally called my producer and was like i'm just gonna quit the show uh, i just I don't think anybody watches or it doesn't matter anyway. It's a lot of work, a lot of money, a lot of time. It's basically a hobby that I'm paying for. And why am I even doing this if nobody cares? And um, <laughs> I told Craig the same thing. And Craig, you want to chime in on what you were saying? I was like, oh my God, we're both feeling this way. Yeah, just just like you say, exactly the same. It was just a case of like, just, just certainly the past week, it's been pretty intense. And I've been like looking at like, astrologers like is there something going on that i need to know about all this kind of stuff and i couldn't pinpoint anything really um and there, couldn't, there might be something i'm not sure but yeah it's just been a real case of you see like just a sense of failure just a sense of like we're, we're not being effective you know things are getting worse and we don't seem to be doing much good to help the collective despite our best efforts and things like this just felt defeated and just felt down um and and i think i we, we were just having a text chat and I just said, I've been in a bit of a funk this week. And you were like, can we chat? Because you know, so we, we chat for well over an hour yesterday, didn't we? Um, and we really helped each other because we're like, it's not just me. We're not going crazy, you know. And yeah, I think a lot of people will probably be feeling the same thing. Well, um, I'm the last time that and then I had six clients after that. And it was a repeat of people saying the same thing, not only were they hearing those exact phrases and I didn't like tell them like this, these, the all separate people yeah. not knowing each other, all telling me the same thing, same words, same phrases. And then also chimed in and were like, we watch your show every week. We never miss, a, you know, blah, blah, blah. Thank you for opening up. And I was like, wow. And that made me think the last time that this happened where I had a string of sentences 
over and over and kept hearing it through my clients was during the, the, the C getting this and people were hearing it's okay. Go ahead and take it. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and it was like, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. People that you never thought would ever do it. were doing it. And I look at that as like the whole voice of God tech. And I'm wondering what are they pumping out right now? to have everybody try to get entrained into this energy thought thought form um i really believe it's a strategic psychic attack on the planet that they're pumping this out to just let people give up um, that's just my humble opinion i could be completely wrong but this technology has been used since the 30s and um and they're really, really working overtime right now to to get people to off themselves or just to check out mentally. So we won't do our purpose. So any thoughts on that, Derek or Diane? I actually do. And it might be a little bit of a, a, a sort of different perspective on it because, I mean, we've known for a long time that things were going to be changing and mm -hmm. that we're evolving. We'll say it like that. And that we're raising our frequency to to ascend into a different dimension, a higher vibrational frequency, basically. So the heat is getting turned up. It's raising the frequency. I'm going to just say it like this. We're getting blasted by the light, too. So the light is helping to bring up our density. It's density and light. It's like discordant energy. So what's happening is over this time, we're getting blasted by the light. And yes, there's all kinds of things you can tie into astrology too um, and the celestial bodies. But what's happening is for anybody who has any also unprocessed, undigested, old stagnant energy emotions that we haven't been able to process because you know people have been through a lot on the planet and you don't always get a chance to work it through. Well, we're getting a chance to work it through, but it's kind of volcanic right now. Blasted mm -hmm. by the light. The density that's really deep and stuck and stagnant is just churning up and it's just blowing up in our faces internally. So we're getting the dregs right now of our journey <laughs> coming up fast and furious and it is gross. And I'm only going to say it like that because I think we can relate. It is so stanky. It is so gross and sticky and dense and heavy. And we're all just like erupting with whatever's unprocessed, whether it's ours or somebody else's, it may not even matter because whoever can feel it and deal with it is helping to expel it from the collective. That's how I see it. If any one of us can siphon off some of this heaviness for somebody else, then so be it. And thank you. Um, so sensitives and empaths, and I think we're all that, um, are, are getting a little bit overwhelmed right now because we're feeling a lot. And so this is where it gets into like, understand the process of how to sit with it, how to be with it, how to be the witnessing consciousness so you can see it, hear it, feel it, and also release it. So, and I was just talking to a client a while ago and he was saying, man, after my session, like I, things were good. And then I went through this really bad spell and I went, I know that's how it works. You know, this is how it goes. We're starting to open up and release and connect with source energy, which is so powerful that it's helping us to to purge basically our energetic residue that we don't need anymore. So this guy said, oh man, it got really dark. And I said, oh yeah, I just went through something like that too. And he goes, yeah, I don't even want to say what some of the thoughts were. And I went, 
oh, really? I go, okay, well, because I know you and we've had a session. I'm like, how about if I say what I've been going through and you tell me if it resonates with you? And I said, um, what are you feeling in here? And are you going like, oh, it's okay. Just jump off a bridge. You don't need to live anymore. And he went, oh my God, exactly. I was like, well, you know, sometimes you got to put a word to it. Sometimes you got to say, is this how bad it is for you? Because I, I have been through this too. And yeah, not too long ago, it was pretty dense. And and I just kind of observed it and I kind of went and did some mirror work and I stood there and I just yelled it all out and I talked to myself and it was hideous and gross and disgusting. And I was like, okay, we're just witnessing this. This is the way it is. This is my leftovers. This is what I got inside of me still. Let's get this crap out of me. Let's just process this stuff. I don't even care whose it is. I'm just going to get that out of me. And so anyway, when I said the words, like, it's okay. You know, we're all having these weird experiences right now. It's okay. When I said the words, he just felt relieved. Like he didn't think he could say those words, but I was bold and I said it. Like, try this on. Is this what you thought? Is this what you heard? He said, yeah. And then we got calmer. And then we had a conversation that went into all this stuff. So I think it's good to be bold sometimes and say the words that other people can't say. And this is why this show is so great today. What a relief to be able to say, yeah, I've been hearing this. I've been feeling this. And there have been days where, you know, question mark, is it, does it matter? Is it worth it? Can I do it? You know, it's, it's intense, right? Where the fire is getting turned up to burn off everything that isn't self. It isn't us, right? It's just like burn off the dross. Really, we could use the old words for this. We are really cranking up and walking through the fire right now. Is that, does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Looks like, hey, Maria is here. I'm going to see if we can get her on. <clears throat> Maria? Yeah, Maria's here. <laughs> hey. Hello? Can you Hello? hear me? We can hear you. Yes. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. 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 Okay, good. <laughs> I wasn't sure I had to resort to my phone. For some reason, my computer was not doing it it wasn't cutting it well, funnily enough, <laughs> so um, i can see you all you're a little yeah just just one uh, <laughs> that i can see you I then, um i just my computer just completely oh, shut down i can't no reason whatsoever i can't hear i can't hear you can you hear me yeah i can hear you fine okay if we're having tech issues and you can't hear us you can't hear i us? can hear you i can hear you okay. i can't hear craig okay okay Okay, well, uh, the, because this is such a, an important topic, I really don't want any distractions at all because I think I want to stay in the the sacredness of, of this subject, especially because I know so many people are hurting. Um, what I don't know if you saw the clip, Maria, but did you did you get to see what I played with John Paul? No. Okay. All right. Well, where are you in this whole dark night of the soul? Where am I in this whole dark night of the soul? Wow. Um, I think I'm, what comes to my mind is um, really a living death, burial, resurrection type of a scenario. Um, it's with certain things. Um, I know I've shared with you, Charnel, some of it, you know, just going through and hearing what all of you're saying about just like, you know, does it matter? Um, you know, what is happening? It's just, it's so dark. There's just, there's things happening, you know, in my life personally that are extremely challenging, extremely painful. And it is at the feeling of being, um, 
being the tomb is is being the tomb and being in this place within myself that is a literal it's almost a de- a near death experience is what it feels like um and it i've i've been reading a lot and the ancients had a living resurrection um, type ritual that they would go through where the initiate would actually go into a tomb and for three days and literally you know they would use actually a drug to kind of like ayahuasca and put them in the state for three days and then at the end of that death period they would emerge back into the light and i feel like i'm at that point where i'm emerging back into the light but it's been very tough and i hear this in my own practice every day every it's just every single day people um grandparents parents great losses going through this horrific heartache and just not knowing where to go you know um i've been in grocery stores i, I and, and have had women literally weep in the line pouring out their heart in a grocery store, in a TJ Maxx store, you know, and it's just unbelievable the pain collectively that, that we are going through as we literally shed, you know, these layers and layers of, I think the ego self, you know, um, if, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I know you and I have talked about the estrangement issue. I'm going to get to you, Derek. I know you got some stuff um, and I can't wait to hear. Um, we had Dr. Coleman on a few weeks ago, who is um, a psychologist who specializes in estrangement. And he also says estrangement is up. <laughs> I don't remember the percentage, but it was in the 700% as well. Um, meaning I the strategy that whoever the powers may be had on all this stuff for the last three years has caused so much division. Like Derek said, whether it's race, gender, um, did you get this or not, whatever, um, that it's caused a lot of parent, um, alienation, uh, a lot of estrangement with children and parents, grandparents, you know, a lot of friendships just completely ghosting each other, um, you know, holidays and what have you, um, missing people, whether it's because they've passed or because they're not speaking to one another and just trying to like figure out how to navigate through missing people who used to be a part of our lives and sitting at the table for these holiday situations. And now they're not there. And, um, again, whether it's death, because there's been so much death, um, but also just the estrangement is huge. So, um, but Derek, please, I'd love your thoughts on any of this or just all of it. Yeah, it's, um, you know, trying to navigate through it, you know, navigate through the dark nights, plural, plural, right? Because, you know, it's, oh, yeah, I went through the dark night you know, seven years ago. You know, I went through, um, speaking of demons and all that kind of stuff, like I went through intense demon possession back in 2000, in uh, 1999 and 2000. And it was like my darkest moment. And I saw the light. I surrendered my life back to God. And that's been my story. And I share that story everywhere I go. But um, several years after that, even being a follower of 
Christ and going to church and stuff like that. Once I began to step out and God calling me deeper into research and things like that and the stars and all this kind of stuff and starting to own it, you know, I got um, ridiculed and, and laughed at and mocked and called names and all that kind of stuff. And it, it was it was hard. And the weird thing about it for me, it was it was almost darker than full blown demonic possession that I experienced, you know, 10, 15 years before. Um, I, and I could not fathom that there could be anything darker than literally opening up your mind to summon spirits and them just having their way with you um, and say that deep psychosis. But the rejection was one of the veils that I had to pass through. And most of us have to pass through that veil. Jesus had to pass through it. Um, but it's a it's a it's a, a, a prepping process, the process that we're going through to be uh, conformed into that Christ energy that we said yes and we want to help. Okay, great. I need helpers, but you're being trained. I need you to go through this process. So we're all going through it um, in in various stages and various degrees. And some of us have um, passed through some of those veils with ease and grace. And others, it's been very hard to lose all of your friends. Some of you never had friends to begin with, so that was very easy, right? Maybe the the veil was making friends when you're when you're a hermit, right? So these different stages that we're going through to develop, to develop us so that we can be all things to all people. You know, one of the things about being an empath is that we don't have to pretend like we care. I don't have to pretend like I care that you're going through a hard time or a loss of a loved one or, you know, schizophrenia, psychosis. You're going through spiritual awakening and you're hearing, but listen, I, I don't have to pretend I know exactly what you're going through. And I have a, a, a compassion and an empathy that I gained because I conquered that demon, if you will. And so these are all various stages that we're passing through to to be ready, because this is why we're here. This is why we signed up to this thing. The jobs, the money, the scenarios, the news, all of that's to keep us conditioned to the matrix and, and make you forget or change the subject about death about eternity this place is temporary we're, we're passing through but our energy our spirits our essence is eternal and we're here to evolve it and part of that is to evolve the others around us because a, a rising tide raises all the ships mm. when we elevate everyone around us by default me going through that dark night as a christian minister and then being called a devil worshiper those people I, ne I never came back and said, I told you so, and I want my apology. Everything that, you know, not to toot my own horn, but everyone, you guys have felt this in your own, or seen it in your own life. But, you know, being a prophet, being a seer, seeing things from another perspective before they happens. And then there's an I told you, sh I told you so, where now everybody's researching UFOs. Now they want to be experts on these things that we've given our life to study and to, and to, and to experiment and to go out under the stars for eight hours, you know, under the stars and fasting and prayer to make contact. And we have, and, I, and being laughed at for these things and talking about them openly, but now the ball is in our court. So all of this stuff comes back to serve you. Everything's for a reason. All of it's for a reason. And so navigating through it is to know that it's hard to see it when you're going through it. We, we know that, but, but to stop and look around something or someone is trying to teach you something. And I know I tell people that and I tell myself that, but I, I don't know what it is. I've done everything, but there's something. Pay attention. What, what, even, even if it's giving up trying to make things happen, 
of like promoting your brand or promoting your show the moment you're trying to do it and nothing's working in the moment like well i'm just going to be content with my four followers the moment you say okay i'm in content the heart moves to content boom everything opens up and you're rewarded because you passed the test quit trying to make it happen surrender to the flow to the energy and everyone's watching everyone's watching not only the the, the, the humans here that are watching but the spirits and the powers that be, those who came before us, eons before us, ages before us, a few years before us, who have passed and to the other side a few years, everyone's watching and they're rooting for us yeah. in that in that great cloud. We've got we've got a team, man. They're they're clapping, they're not booing, they're they're not getting mad when you stumble and fall. They are rooting, they're betting on you because they know you're gonna make it. The ball is in your court, your ancestors all of that we got we got friends in high places when they turn the darkness up god and the angels turn the, the light up just go stand under the sun speaking about stagnancy and being stagnant in that energy and burning off the old stuff there was a quote from someone who's a bit controversial but it stuck out in my studies elon musk must said on twitter and he said that um sunlight is the best disinfectant sunlight is the best disinfectant now he just said that obviously that has multiple meanings but our connection our soul the dark night of the soul is the dark night of the sun our son's name is s-o-l soul sun light it's going through this dark night and we are connected with it it's giving us energy in the daytime and so yes there's so many things about blocking the sun and blocking the rays and the earth is sending those rays and people are scared and all of their rays. Listen, I need them. Let me sit up under that sun. Don't block it. Don't get these jets and things out of here. Let me, let me, let me look at my creator. Let me look at one of the, 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 the representations that we have here for the light and for the love. And that's what gets us through the dark night to, to be connected with that light. So tapping in through nature. We all know that nature's calling us all the birds, the bees, the trees, they're, they're literally communicating. So when you're talking about hearing voices, go sit in nature and ask and ask that voice to speak. The voice that we have been estranged from, the voice of our mother who's out there in nature. And there is a revival and a reunion happening right now. And we are on the forefronts of this. So rejoice, man. It's amazing. We're, we're, it, the fire's turned up for a reason. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was in the fire. They turned it up. They wouldn't burn turn it up seven times hotter they still won't burn the people who actually turned the fire up they died by turning up the heat trying to kill god's anointed that's all of us here that's everyone who's chosen love you're that that one there was a fourth in the fire with him one likened unto the son of man that was christ that was love that was beauty that was protecting them and seeing them through and we've got one beside us in the fire with us we're not alone love it well, I was going to, um, this has already gone by so fast, but um, in the article that I was reading with Dr. I mean, with um, John, Paul, John Paul, he talks about the healing process and when to know you're healing. The first sign of healing is um, when you just realize and self-justify that anything that you've been holding on to maybe that you just need to go ahead and let it go. Um, just kind of like what Derek just said and not to give up hope or feel like a failure um 
And immediately after this point, he says, despair changes everything. Um, you look at the light and you, and you see the light at the end of the tunnel and then you start coming back and you, you know, I'm kind of like not exactly reading the whole article, obviously, but just touching on some of this stuff. But um, nature is huge. That's a biggie. And um, Craig, I guess we should probably all go around and just say uh, final words, but also some kind of hope in the healing process, like get some light here um, and where people can find you. <laughs> this is so quick. I know, I know, honestly. Um, well, I mean, you know, I mean, I've lost count how many dark nights I've had. Um, like Derek said, it's, it's, it's when you made that decision, I choose to transcend, I choose the higher path. It's inevitable. Um, you know, I think about friends of mine who are all about sort of like the bliss and the joy, and I really, really respect that. And I think that, that, that there is so much in that, in that it, regardless of what's going on outside of you, um, choose joy, choose happiness in every given moment. There is always that choice to be made. Um, that doesn't mean we won't be confronted with issues and things that need healing. Um, it just means we're doing it from a place of already being in joy and choosing joy and happiness. And that's a challenge for me because, you know, I've, I've, I've had bouts of depression, like seriously, seriously bad. Uh, you know, one of my, my I, I, I talk, my spiritual awakening in, in 2016 was extremely dark. It was, came from the realization uh, that, um, can you all still see me? Yeah, sorry, I thought it went off then. It came to the realization that so much of what I believed was not true. And my yeah. whole world fell apart. My, my inner world just completely fell apart. And that was a really, really dark night of the soul time for me. But then what happened was, and what, I guess I'm still in the process, is rebuilding a world based on the truth, my inner world. And that's what these conversations are all about. Like, we're all on this journey of, like, what is true? And as this matrix that Derek spoke about as well is collapsing, this, this old world order, shall we say, um, it's all collapsing and it's, it's crumbling in on itself because something new, the, I'm not going to say the new world order, the, the, the true new, new, earth. New, earth. new earth is emerging. The, the new world order is an attempt to usurp that, but it won't win because we're having conversations like this. We're spiritually waking up. We're being activated. Um, and in that, it is it can have painful times. And what I'm learning is don't resist it. Don't. Uh, try and stop it happening, embrace it and let it process out. Um, you know, I was going to ask people's thoughts, actually, but we've run out of time on, you know, I know Del I was going to ask Diane as well, because Dolores Cannon speaks a lot about the the divide, the division um, moving into 5D from 3D. Um, you know, I'd like to think everyone's going to come into this through this season and time. That's my hope. And that, you know, some, are, you know, are more programmed than others. It's taken a little bit longer. I think what's happened over the past three years has been extremely enlightening. And if people can't see it by now, <laughs> come on, just wake up. You know, it's obvious that what's going on. Um, but I, th I think, you know, we, we can only look after ourselves. We can only um, make those choices for ourselves. And, um I just live in hope that we're all going to make it. We're all going to end up in this place of ascension, whatever you, whatever word you want to put on it. But, um, you know, 
I guess for, for me, if, if there is if there is any hope, it's embrace the process. When we're in resistance, that's when suffering occurs. <coughs> Don't resist the process. Allow it to happen. Process any grief, any issues that come up. Uh, like we had the discussion yesterday, Chanel, how much did that help us just to talk about it and be in it together? We're a family, we're a community, and that's what these shows are about. That's why we have the members meetings, so we can be a community and be together. Um, so... I guess that would be my final word is just don't resist the process, allow the healing to occur. Um, and that's how we're going to grow. So, you know, people can find me on Facebook. Craig Martin Walker is my actual account. Um, I guess I'm in a band. Something I was moaning about to Chanel yesterday is the just the, the, the state of the music industry and how difficult it, it seems to be to get gigs and, you know, get your marketing out there. It just seems like we've been so ineffective. But yes, I am in a band called End Ascension. If people want to check it out, um, I love every one of you, and and I'm, I, I I wish we had longer, but that's where you can find me. <laughs> awesome, awesome, Diane. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's always an uplift. I, I've learned from my own spiritual teacher that everything that's happening, there is a blessing and a lesson. Dolores Cannon said, we create everything just to learn. So this is a school and maybe we forgot, but we kind of signed up for this class, you know, and it's intense and only master souls are on the planet right now, she said at this time, because it's so intense. So hi, master souls, every one of you. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, I think a lot of this is, is just a process because we are going from tuning outward, getting our information from an external source to now going inward and remembering the source of all knowing is inside of us. So we have to have sort of this rock tumbler of life to get us to shift perspective from an outer orientation to an inner orientation to get us to come home to source within. We need to be at one with ourselves within and then we create the unity world that we want. So everything that's going on is to help us go inside, hear that still quiet voice inside of you, get yeah. to know that part of you. And that is inside everyone. So that's gonna level the playing field right there. The source of all knowing is inside each one of us, but you gotta be quiet and sometimes stop what you're doing and detach yeah. from the external to go inside. Dark night of the soul is a beautiful, sweet, quiet time. May not feel good, but it's gonna do the job to help you get where you really wanna be. And you'll know that later and everything you know, this too shall pass. We'll get there. And with a little help from our friends, we'll get there a little easier. So <laughs> I love songs. you all. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you all. And um, I'm online. Just Google Diane Morris and QHHT. It's healingworks-salon.com is my website. I can be found on QHHTofficial.com as well under level three practitioners. And yeah, thank you. And I love you. And I'm, I'm really happy to meet a new family. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I think I, I love what all you guys are saying. Um, healing is here when we get aligned and we remember um, the power of actual source. And there is something to this sun thing, Derek, because uh, I'm actually reading a book called Addicted to the Sun. And it talks about sun gazing and how it changes your hormones and your chemistry. And you can actually get to a point where you're not hungry anymore and it's fuel for the body to there's people on the planet now who have went a year, two years, three years, just sun gazing, not being, not a, not even hungry. One haven't eaten in a year or two or three, just get their fuel from the sun. 
And there's something to that. And I think that's why they want to do all these things to the sun. But um, that's a whole different, that's probably a whole different topic. Maybe we'll come back to, but, um, but yeah, just control the things that you can and don't worry about all this stuff. I mean, I'm not saying don't worry about it, but I mean, put your focus on the inner and remembering and um, be okay with your grief. Cry if you need to. Some some things only detox through tears, and uh, that's important because we've we've been so programmed. Don't cry. I'll give you something to cry about. You know, you gotta toughen up. You know, stiff upper lip. You know, all those things that are kind of I've been drilled into anyway. I don't know if any of you have, um, but we're we're we feel we're feelers, and it's okay. And God gave us tears, you know, to be able to cleanse. And um, so, but yeah, uh, you guys can find me, of course, on swiftfire.org. And um, I hope you guys will share this. Um, but we still have Maria and Derek, final words, and where we can find you. Okay. Who do you want to go? Do you want me to go? Sure. Um, oh, you know, I'm listening to everyone, and I'm I'm thinking about when I was a little girl. And I had this fascination with acorns. My hands were small and this, the acorn was so big. And I remember looking at that acorn um, and thinking everything that this tree is before me is in this acorn. As a, even a child, I knew that. And I think that we're like the acorn. We are like this seed that's been planted here. And everything we need is within us. And, you know, we know as seeds, seeds get planted and they get planted in dark places, in the dirt and they get covered up and everything that the seed originally is, it just disintegrates, you know, seemingly it disintegrates. But what's happening, if we look at it, it looks like it's just death. It looks like, you know, it's just turning into dirt. It's nothing. But what's happening is all this life is, is bursting forth and, 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 and growing to the light. And I think that we're that way, you know, it may feel like we're just falling apart when we're in this dark night and that everything is just being destroyed, that we're becoming nothing. When in reality, the life that we really are, the source of all life that's in us is just exploding. And we are literally growing into the light because we are light. Yes. And I just, you know, that's pretty much, you know, where I'm at is seeing, seeing the light finally um, you know, and we, I don't think we just go through one dark night, you know, like Derek was saying, I think this is something, you know, because we're growing and we're evolving constantly spiritually, we're growing up into that, which we truly are, you know, which is the source of life. Um, and I don't know, that's just, where, that's where I'm at is seeing, you know, the seed in me just exploding into new life. That's awesome. Beautiful. Derek, that's so good, man. So good, so good. Yeah, you gotta have to. You have to believe. You have to admit. It's getting better. It's getting better all the time. Like every day. Like on your best day, it's getting better. On your worst day, it's getting better. Like we change from in the darkness. There's there's demons vibrate at a frequency we we call paranoia. Paranoia to get you freaked out. That, that everyone's trying to kill you. There's even super levels of this where the government's trying to kill us everywhere. And listen, maybe they are. But what you focus on shows itself to you. 
Mm-hmm. And so you're paranoid, paranoid. And trust me, I've been there. That's demon possession 1,000%. Yes. It's the paranoia. Everyone's out to get me. Guess what? God is trying to kill me. The demons are trying to kill me. My mom, my job hates me, but every, everything's against me. And like, yeah, it does, man. I mean, it's, it's true. I can show you the scripture. I can show you. Okay. But what you believe in shows itself to you. And I've been in those places. They're freaking real. But there's another level in that that matches that. If that's level negative two and at level positive two, there's no paranoia. There's something called pronoia, mm-hmm. where everything and everyone, even the demons, they're not trying to kill you, man. They're trying to help you. They're here to buffet you. They're here to serve you. And they had to scare you. Maybe they use shock therapy, you know, but now you're used to them. Yes, Maybe. this is what they do. And so now we salute. Now, not God and that everyone's out to get me. No, every the universe is trying to help me. Mm. They're all conspiring to help me in this process. And listen, that's the dark night because when you look at the things differently, they begin to change. You're not my enemy. None of these people who got the thing or not, none of those aren't my enemy. You're tricking me. I'm my enemy. Mm-hmm. There's nothing outside of me that can tell me this. My enemy is me. It's in, in here. Let me become one with the wars and rumors of wars, not outside of me, mm-hmm. but the wars and jihads and all of that taking place within me. Mm-hmm. And so once I make peace with myself, I'm at peace with everyone outside of me. So now you can walk through any night as we're being positioned to do this. And we're, we're every, listen, you're doing a great job. Oh. You're doing the best you can. Everything's going to be okay. Do this. Three, two, one, take a deep breath in. Simply say thank you to the creator. Thank you for the breath. You still got a heartbeat. It's still beating. Maybe it's fast. Maybe it's scary. Maybe it's off rhythm. It doesn't matter. It's still beating. There's infinite potential in your breath and in your heartbeat. God is not done with you yet. Your greatest days are ahead of you. You got to believe it. It is so. Receive it. Amen and amen. Brilliant. Wonderful. (laughs) So cool. So cool. Well, thank you. And you can find Derek. He's got, he's all over social media and he's got a YouTube channel and you want to share. Truthseeker.com. Truth, S-E-E-K-A-H.com. I do music, podcasts, but everything these guys do. Awesome. Well, this has been really fast and I adore you. We're we're past the time, but um, thank you so much for everybody who showed up today. I do encourage everybody, please do share this. Um, I cannot emphasize that enough. And I, I, I'm just, I love all of you and I hope to do something again with you guys here soon and have a beautiful day wherever you guys are and we'll love see you. you next Thursday. Thank you. I love you. Love yes, you. Ma'am. Thank you. Nice to meet you all. Nice Bye. meeting you.